Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of the New Jerusalem from Above podcast. Um, my name is Takia. I am your host, and I thank you so much. If you are a new visitor, welcome. If you are returning, thank you so much for returning. Um, and first and foremost, let me just say this. I really do appreciate um, all the feedback uh, that we got from episode one. Um, I didn't realize how many people... <laughs> Uh, I didn't realize uh, the people that would listen to it and and actually, um, you know, take heed to um, to what the spirit of the Lord, you know, is saying. So I just appreciate all the feedback and uh, to God be the glory for all that feedback. And I'm praying um, that this episode would do the same and reach more people uh, in order for people to to get an understanding of, of the dangers of these teachings and the dangers of these doctrines um, and repent and, and return back onto the Lord. So yeah, but nevertheless, I say all that to say, thank you, thank you, thank you again um, for, um, for the feedback. And so today we're gonna be moving into uh, part two of the dangers of manifestation. Like I said in the last episode, it is not done. We were not done uh, with this teaching. We were not done with exposing um, the dangers of this teaching. It was simply just not done. Okay. There was more to be exposed. So this is part two of that. Um, and first, let me just say this for anybody that, um, that the Lord is knocking at your door for anybody that the Lord is calling upon for anybody that the Lord is, uh, is, is, is shouting and, and saying, Hey, return back onto me. I pray right now that you would do it. And that you truly would return back on the Father with a whole heart. I mean, I'm praying for the spirit of, of repentance. I'm, I'm seeing that a lot of us, we're not repenting for our deeds. We're not repenting and, and going back to Father and, and crying aloud, you know, and, and we're not doing that. And so I'm praying for the spirit of repentance. I'm praying that, uh, that you would return back on the Father and give your whole life to him. And if you have not uh, giving your life to him ever or at all, or uh, you, you, you haven't had that relationship with him, I'm praying again that you would return onto him, repent and give your life onto Father. And that way he can make your life more abundant. So, yes. All right. But um, so we're just going to jump right into it. Um, so last week we spoke about the dangers of manifestation um, and specifically we spoke about the origin, right? We spoke about the origin, where it started. How did this even come about? And now we're seeing, um, especially in the online space, that it's making a resurgence. I think that's a word. <laughs> it's making a, a reappearance. Um, it, it's making its way back into churches. It's making its way back into, um, back into, you know, teachings and, and people are, you know, going on world tours, teaching about manifestation. People are writing books about manifestation. People are, are doing, you know, podcasts about manifestation. We are now seeing, seeing it and we are now being bombarded by, uh, this teaching of manifestation and this teachings of the law of attraction, right? And so with that, uh, last week we spoke about um, Genesis 3 and how this these teachings didn't just start, uh, you know, in the 70s. It didn't just start in the 90s. It's, it didn't just start, you know, just now. That 
this idea of being your own God and this idea of being able to uh, manifest the lifestyle that you want, manifest the things that you want, right? This whole idea actually started back in Genesis when the serpent, just to give a little synopsis again, when the serpent uh, 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 beguiled Eve, right? And, and, and tricked her and said, look, if you take a bite of this fruit, ye shall be as gods, right? So that was the appeal back then. And now it is just repackaged, okay? It manifestation is just a repackaging of that same exact doctrine, that doctrine of the devil, all right? So this is part two um, of that because even though we spoke about the origin of manifestation and where it started, we now need to see, okay, well, we now understand, okay, this is not the spirit of God. This is not the spirit of, of the Lord. So at that point, Takiyah, what, what spirit is it, right? What, if it's not of the Lord, then what spirit is it? So let me take you guys to Acts chapter 16, specifically verses 16 through 21. And I'm going to read you uh, these verses. It says, and it came to pass as we went to prayer, we meaning Paul and, and the people that were with Paul. So as it came to pass, as we went to prayer, a certain damsel possessed with a spirit of divination met us, which brought her masters much gain by soothsaying. The same followed Paul and us and cried saying, these men are the servants of the most high God which show unto us the way of salvation. And this did she many days. But Paul, excuse me, but Paul being grieved, turned and said to the spirit, I command thee in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And he came out the same hour. And when her master saw that the hope of their gains were gone, they caught Paul and Silas and drew them into the marketplace onto the rulers and brought them to the magistrates saying, these men being Jews do exceedingly trouble our city and teach customs which are not lawful for us to receive, neither to observe being Romans. So that was Acts chapter 16, verses 16 through 21. So I'm gonna break this down a little bit. Okay, so let's start with, uh, uh, this verse here, verse 16, and it came to pass as we went to prayer. So Paul and the people that were with Paul, they were on their way to prayer, right? And a certain damsel, meaning a certain woman that was possessed with a spirit of divination. Now this spirit of divination, cause this really uh, catches my attention. If we look up the spirit of divination, okay. What does that even mean? What is the spirit of divination? If you have um, a, if you don't have a Strong's Concordance, I highly suggest getting a Strong's Concordance. Um, it is a study tool that um, a lot of, uh, of a lot of Bible scholars and, and teachers they utilize in order to uh, break down wording in the Hebrew and the Greek. So if you don't have a Strong's Concordance, I definitely suggest getting one. Uh, but also. Uh, you can also use uh, the online platform called Blue Letter Bible um, as well, which is an online version of the Strong's Concordance. Very, very, very good uh, study Bible tool. Nevertheless, so when you look up the spirit of divination, okay, and you look that up uh, in the Greek, 
It is actually the word Python. Very interesting, y'all. It is the word Python in the Greek. And it's actually pronounced a uh, Python, right? And the definition is literally Python. And it talks about uh, going into Greek mythology and it talks about that spirit. And so I, I say all that to say the spirit of divination, this is the spirit of Python. This spirit is the spirit behind witchcraft, okay? This is the same spirit that is behind manifestation. This is the same spirit that is behind crystals. This is the same spirit that is behind saging. This is the same spirit that is behind the law of attraction. This is the same spirit that is out right now. That is why we are seeing so many people talking about manifestation, talking about the law of attraction, talking about crystals and this and this and this, because this spirit is prevalent today, right now. It is time to expose the devil when needed. This is the same spirit that is out currently right now. This spirit is so prevalent. That's why when, when you log on to an Instagram, when you log on to a Facebook, when you turn on the television, when you turn on the radio, this spirit is, is roaming around, roaming around, um, literally giving these teachings to the people. That was a little exposing. I got a little passionate, but the spirit of divination, this is the same spirit, the spirit of Python. This was the same spirit that was in the damsel in, in, in the book of Acts. Okay. Now what's interesting is that it said a certain damsel possessed with the spirit of divination, divination met us, which brought her masters much gain by soothsaying. So keep in mind, and we're seeing this today as well. We're seeing a lot of, of, of these um, teachers of manifestation. We're seeing a lot of them coming and giving certain prophecies, so to speak. And, and it's not a prophecy of the Lord, right? But they're giving these certain prophecies, right? This is what soothsaying is. It's, it's, it's when you are uh, to utter spells. It's when you are uh, under the pretense of foretelling or to act as a seer or act as a prophet, right? And so we're seeing a lot of people come forth as a soothsayer, really, and saying, you know, oh, I, I see millions on you, right? Or, oh, I see a big house in your future, right? Or, or I, see, I see your business is going to thrive right? We're seeing a lot of, a lot of people, especially if you are on the online space, if you are in the online space, we are seeing a lot of soothsayers, soothsayers that are prophesying over people's lives, not, not with the prophecy of the Lord, but they are prophesying, uh, um, over people's lives. And what are they getting? They're getting much gain from it. We're, we're, we're seeing the gain from it. We're seeing they're driving the most expensive cars. We're seeing that they have the biggest houses and they, 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 you know, they're, they're living a life of luxury, right? They're getting much gain for their soothsaying. But this is where the spirit of discernment comes into play because church, we have to be able to have that spirit of discernment to see and to say, is this of the Lord or is this not of the Lord? 
the Bible tells us to test every spirit. So we have to be able to say, okay, is, is this really of the Lord? Because this, I don't know, I don't know if this is of the Lord or not. That we need to pray for the spirit of discernment. We we have to, especially in these last days, because these demons are becoming so um so subtle. They're so so subtle, right? This, this, the, the same snake demon that was in Genesis three, he, he was bold, you know, here, you should be like God's right. He, he was still subtle, but now in today's society, it's different in today's society. It's, it's even more subtle. It's even more hidden. They will have you believing that they will have you believing that they are, uh, uh, prophets of the Lord. They will have you believing that they are, um, that they are, are doing this out of, you know, out of the kindness of their hearts. And they have a, a divine message or a divine revelation from the Lord himself. They will have you believing that. But if you don't have the spirit of discernment, then, then you won't be able to tell the difference between somebody who is truly a prophet of the Lord and, and coming to you with a true prophet prophecy or somebody that uh, is, is, is literally just a soothsayer. And the difference is, keep in mind the difference is, you know, gifts come without repentance. So they may have the gift of, of prophecy. That may be true. That may just be true. However, the difference is, is one is of the Lord, one is being utilized by Christ, and the other is being utilized by the devil. The other, the other has been tainted so to speak. The other has been, has been tainted. But again, you have to have the spirit of discernment in order to be able to tell the difference, in order to be able to tell which spirit is this person truly under. So nevertheless, I say, so uh, back to um, Acts, back to Acts chapter 16, verse 16. So a certain damsel possessed with the spirit of divination met us, which brought her masters much gain by soothsaying. The same followed Paul and us and cried. So keep in mind, this, this same woman, she followed them, okay? She followed them. They, they, they were, you know, walking away, trying to get away. No, she followed them. So the same followed Paul and us and cried. She cried, meaning she, she uh, shouted. She was speaking loudly. She cried saying, these men are the servants of the most high God which show onto us the way of salvation. I think that is so interesting because this spirit of divination knows, this spirit of divination knows the, the, the true servants of the most high God. The devil knows uh, uh, the servants of the most high God. He knows, okay? He, he's not oblivious. He's not oblivious to it. I don't give no credit to the devil, but he's not oblivious to, to who are, you know, the true servants of, of Jesus Christ. He knows who the servants of Jesus Christ is. And this verse tells us that these spirits know. So he says, um, uh, these men are the servants of the most high God, which show unto us the way of salvation. And this did she many days. That means many days she was following Paul and, and the people that were with Paul, following them and crying and, and saying these words and saying these exact words. She did this many days, they said. 
So it it wasn't just a one-time instance. She did this many of times. But Paul, being grieved, turned and said to the spirit, listen to this, Paul being grieved, turned and said to the spirit. Why was Paul grieved? Paul was grieved because throughout these days, Paul knew this is, this is not of the Lord. This is, this is not, uh, this is not a spirit of the Lord, that this is the spirit of Python. Paul knew that's why he was grieved in his spirit. He was bothered by this. He was bothered by this woman doing this. So it says, but Paul being grieved turned and said to the spirit, I command thee in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. Paul, Paul uh, commanded that that spirit come out of her. That's amazing. That's amazing. Because keep in mind, she's doing this every single day. And to those that, that, that if those, if, if Paul didn't have the spirit of discernment, if the Lord did not give Paul the spirit of discernment, he would have thought more than likely y'all listen to this. He would have probably thought that this woman was, was saying something good. <laughs> he, he would have thought that this woman was just, uh, was just somebody that, that, you know, that, that was, you know, congratulating them for, for being servants of the most high God, because what, what, what the woman was saying, if you don't have the spirit of discernment, you would have thought you would have literally sat back and, and probably been like, Hmm, okay. She, you know, she's just, all she's saying is, you know, that, that we're servants of the most high God. I mean, that's true, right? We, we are servants of, of Jesus. That that's true. But the Lord gave Paul that spirit of discernment in order for him to say, mm-mm, mm-mm, something is off here. Something is off. And that's what we're missing today, y'all. That's what the church is missing today. We're not, we're not having that spirit of discernment in order for us to say, mm-mm, something is off. In order for us to call out these demons, in order for us to point the finger and say, uh-uh, that's not of the Lord. We don't have that today right now. I mean, some of us, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, you know, not blaming everybody, but we, we, as a church, as a collective, we are missing that. We are missing that. So let's keep going. He says, um, so I command thee in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And that's, by the way, that's the only way that you will be able to fight demons in these last days. That's the only way it is through the name of Jesus Christ. It's not by us. It's not by what, what we say. It's not by our own understanding. It's not by us. It's by the name of Jesus Christ. That's how you fight. That's how you warfare against these demons. It's by the name of Jesus Christ. And guess what? Next sentence, right? It says, and he came out the same hour. Now that is very interesting. It didn't say it. It didn't say, uh, uh, you know, that spirit came out. No, it, he came out the same hour. These demons, the, these are man demons. These are strong demons. That's why he says, and he came out the same hour. And when her masters saw that the hope of their gains were gone, meaning when the masters, when, when, when those were over her, 
when they seen that our, 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 you know, our lottery ticket is now gone, right? Because that's essentially what, what this uh, woman was to them. She was a lottery ticket. So when they say this lottery ticket of ours is now gone, they caught Paul and Silas and drew them into the marketplace onto the rulers and brought them to the magistrates or brought them to high officials saying, these men being Jews do exceedingly trouble our city and teach customs which are not lawful for us to receive, neither to observe being Romans. This is so interesting. Once they seen that, boom, this spirit is now gone. This spirit of divination is now gone. We can no longer uh, gain from, from this spirit of witchcraft, right? Once they saw that their money was gone, once they saw that their lottery ticket was gone, what did they do? They immediately caught Paul and Silas. They immediately snatched up uh, uh, the servants of the Most High God. And they brought them to the rulers. They brought them to, to high officials of that city, right? And these men, again, being Jews, this is what they said. These men being Jews do exceedingly trouble our city. Isn't that interesting? We have, there are true men and women of the Lord that are here on this earth. But the moment that they preach the truth, the moment that they say, you know, hey, hey, what you're doing is wrong, or the moment that the Lord gives them that boldness to say these things and to expose these demons, what do they do? They say, uh-uh, they, they trouble in our city. They're causing, they're causing havoc, right? They're causing chaos for us, right? And aren't we seeing that today? Aren't we seeing that if we go to, if, if you have a, a true man or woman of God, and if we go to somebody that is teaching or preaching, uh, you know, manifestation and, and crystals and all of this leading people astray. And if we go to them and they say, and we say, Hey, look, this, this is not of the Lord, you know, repent, repent of the Lord. What, what are they going to do? Oh no, they causing havoc. Uh-uh. They got to go. Nope. Don't mm -mm, they causing havoc. They doing too much right now, right? And that's exactly what, what, what was happening to Paul and Silas. So this, uh, this passage is very interesting because this really does lay out what is happening today and what we're seeing of today. But true men and women of God, please, please do not fall under, um, under these same teachings, under these same lies, under this same deception, right? Please do not fall under that. Please be bold. Ask the Lord for the spirit of boldness to, to come against those things. Don't just follow the crowd. And a lot of the times that's what we do. We just follow the crowd, you know, in order to please, oh, if it's working for them, let me try it, right? We're just following the crowd. Don't do that. Ask the Lord for the spirit of boldness. Ask him Ask him to guide you into all of his truth. Ask him that, pray that, ask him to guide you into all of his truth. So that way, when that day comes, when Jesus returns, that you won't be, you know, one of the ones that he says, you know, get from me, you know, I never knew you. You don't want to be part of that number. I want to be part of the number where he says, well done, my good and faithful servant, all right? So now, um, 
one thing also that I wanted to mention too is that right now, a lot of the times, especially um, with seeing manifestation, with seeing, you know, uh, the, the glamour of manifestation, right? We're not realizing or we're not seeing um, what Jesus spoke about when he was talking to uh, the church in Revelation 3, verse 17. He says, because thou sayest, so this is Jesus talking to the church, the Laodiceans. He says, because thou sayest, I am rich and increase with goods and have need of nothing and knowest not that thou art wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked. And that's where we currently are right now. So because we see the glamour of manifestation, because we see the glamour and, and the lights, cameras, and actions of the people that are teaching this teaching, we're not seeing that they are truly wretched and miserable and that they're poor and blind and naked, spiritually speaking. So everything around us, right? Everything around us might be glitz and glamour and everything around us, we might say we, we have no need of anything, right? We, we're living in the house that we want. We're driving the cars that we want. We're making the money that we want. Whatever, whatever, you know, whatever the case is, we have everything that we want, but we're not seeing that that manifestation teaching, that law of attraction, we're not seeing that these teachings are actually damaging our spirit man, that our spirit man is starving, that our spirit man is wretched, that our spirit man is, is miserable and is poor. If you don't have the Lord Jesus Christ, you are wretched. You are miserable. You are poor. You are blind. You are naked. You are all of these things if you do not have the, the true spirit of Christ in you. So, and, and, and I say that, and I'm getting so hyped up because I'm, I'm seeing it from, I'm seeing it from uh, all angles, all angles that, that this teaching is being placed on a pedestal above Christ. And that's the sad part. That's the sad part to me is that this teachings, these, these teachings, because it is not just, you know, one, but it's these teachings are being placed on a pedestal above Christ, where we're not looking to Christ as our God, where we're not looking to Christ as the one who can make things happen, where we're not looking to Christ to be the one that, that calls those things which are not as though they were. We're not looking to Christ to be that for us. We're, we're deciding and we're taking on that burden ourselves and saying, and saying, look, I can do it myself. I can have the life that I want myself. You know, I can become rich myself. That's the love of money and, and the lust of the flesh really has deceived the church. And that's the sad part. The Lord doesn't, doesn't want that for us. He, he doesn't, he doesn't want that for us. He wants your spirit man to be rich. He wants your spirit man to be filled with, with, with abundance, with, with abundance of peace and abundance of joy, right? And abundance of love. He wants your spirit man to be filled. So that way, no matter what happens around you on this earth, that you internally, you're going to be okay. 
that you know that you can look to father for everything. Y'all, I'm just, I'm, I'm getting emotional. Okay. <laughs> I'm getting a little emotional uh, because this is, this, this, this teaching and these, these practices have deceived us for so long. That's the biggest thing. It's deceived us for so long. And the Lord is calling. He is shouting, shouting at us to repent. He is shouting at us to, to turn away from these false teachings. Forget the glamour. It don't, it, it don't matter if you gain the whole world, but you lose your soul. It won't matter in the end. It won't matter if you drove the, the most expensive car or, you know, have the best looking husband and, and wife and, and the biggest house. Those things do not matter. They won't matter in the end. When you face him and you look to him and he says, okay, look, this, this you, you never sought, you never sought after me. You never looked to me. I, I didn't even know who you were. When he says that, are all these things going to matter? No, they're not. So we need to get our spirit man cleaned. We need to be freed from these teachings, freed from these false doctrines. We have to be freed from these things. And I'm going to wrap it up very soon. But this is, this, these are the days that we are living in. Listen to what the Bible says in 2 Timothy 4 verse 3. He says, for the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lust shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. So what is this verse saying? He says, for the time will come. Okay. We're in that. We're in this time right now, by the way, it says for the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, sound doctrine, meaning they will not people, excuse me, people will not uh, be wanting to hear the true doctrine of the Lord Jesus Christ anymore. They will not want to hear the, the reality of where we are right now, of the last days that we are in right now. They will not want to hear the, nobody will want to study. Let me not say nobody, forgive me, Father. But people, some people will not want to hear um, or study the true word of God. And, and the, the harsh realities that we have to face. But instead, after their own lust, shall they heap to themselves teachers. So after their own lust, after the lust of the flesh, the lust of the flesh is going to deceive many people. And they're now only going to listen to or open up their ears to hearing what they want to hear. Hearing what they want to hear. Hearing the, the teachings that they want to hear. We don't want to hear about destruction all the time. Let's be honest, right? We're, we're humans. We don't want to hear that, that, uh, that we're being held accountable. We don't want to hear that we're being, um, you know, that, that at some point we're being uh, judged on, you know, what, we're, what, we're, what we do on this earth, right? We don't want to hear that necessarily. We don't want to hear a lot of people, let's be honest, we don't want to hear the truth. Uh, most of the times we don't want to hear the truth and so what do we do we heap to the we heap to ourselves teachers meaning we're gonna go towards the teachers that sound exactly like how uh we want or or we're gonna go to the teachers that sound exactly 
like what we want to hear. We don't want to hear about hey, look, repent, you know, repent to the Lord. You know, uh, you're, you're going to be held accountable for your actions. Yada, yada, yada. Right. We don't want to hear that, but instead we want to take heed to, Hey, look, you're going to be rich one day. You're going to, you're going to, you are going to have the most successful business one day. You are going to get, uh, uh, you know, the, the, the best, uh, husband or wife one day. That's what we want to hear. Right. That's, that's what we want to hear. That's the appeal of manifestation. That's the appeal of the law of attraction. That's the appeal. That's the, that's the true appeal is that we are, we are heaping this verse just, just plays out so well, plays out so well, but after their own lust, shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. We are only taking heed nowadays church to to those that are saying what we want to hear. But Jesus is not, is, it has not come to, to bring peace. He's come to divide. He's come to show you, okay, these are my people and these are not my people. Do you want to be a part of that number? Do you want to be a part of, 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 of that, that, that group that Christ has? Do you want to be a part of that remnant church? That's the biggest question that you have to ask yourself. Do I truly want to be a part of that remnant church? And it just, it, it, it speaks on these last days. It speaks on these last days. And the last verse, and I'm going to wrap it up. The last verse here is Jeremiah 6, verse 14. He says, they have healed also, this is the Lord speaking, they have healed also the hurt of the daughter of my people slightly, saying, peace, peace, when there is no peace. And that is where we are today, y'all. We have certain uh, preachers, certain messages, certain teachings that are screaming peace, peace. They're, they're screaming this. And when, when the Lord is saying peace, peace, that means there are people that are screaming what we want to hear. We want to hear peace. But the harsh reality is there is no peace. We are in the last days. Time is short. Time is, is cutting very, very short. Very short. And so instead of us screaming peace, right? Instead of us screaming peace, we need to get things right with the Lord. Instead of us taking heed to, to false doctrines, we need to get things right with the Lord. We need to see, Father, what is it that you want us to do? Father, what is it that you want your church to do? Father, what, what, what truth do you want to reveal onto your church right now? Direct us, guide us. We need to get our minds off of the material things of this earth, the cares of this world. We got to get our minds off of that. And we have to shift our mind to focus on father, to focus on his word, what he wants us to do. That's, that's, that's what, uh, that's what we're needing to do. That's, that's what we're needing to do folks. Church, he's calling us. He is calling us y'all. He is calling us. He is calling us. And the thing is, he is calling us to be a good soldier. He doesn't, he doesn't, the Lord does not seek out 
uh, uh, seek out to reject people. No, he wants people in, in his flock. He wants more sheep in his flock. That's what he wants. But it's up to us to return back onto him. But listen to this verse, uh, the last one that just popped in my mind, uh, 2 Timothy 2, verse, uh, 2 Timothy 2, verse 3 and 4. He says, thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No man that warreth entangleth himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who have chosen him to be a good soldier. We have to stop being entangled with the affairs of this life in order for us to please God, in order for us to please the Lord and be counted as and, and counted as worthy of being a good soldier of Christ. So whew, I thank you all for tuning in to another episode. Um, and I just want to give a quick prayer. I'm, I'm praying that that for anybody out there um, that is uh, under those teachings, under those, those false doctrines um, of manifestation, of law of attraction, of, of crystals and saging, and, and if, if you are under that spirit of witchcraft, my prayer to you today is that, um, my prayer to Father is that that spirit of witchcraft will be completely destroyed by the spirit of God, that it will be completely destroyed, obliterated annihilated and i'm praying father that that your church will be covered in sackcloth and ashes father that we would run back to you give us that spirit of repentance true repentance have us to cry out father have us to cry out for you have us to cry out in order for us to say abba father Lord, my prayer is that uh, these false doctrines that are going around in your church today, that spirit of divination, that spirit of Python will be completely destroyed. Burn it alive, Father, with your word. Burn it alive with your truth. Jesus, you are a consuming fire. Burn that spirit alive, oh God. And my prayer, my prayer for anybody that is listening Anybody that is listening, my prayer, Lord, is that they would take heed to your truth and that you would give them a heart of repentance to turn back onto you, to turn back onto your truth, to get things right with you, Father, to align themselves rightly with you, Jesus. Give us the spirit of discernment, God. Give us the spirit of discernment to see and to weed out which is of you and which is not. And Father, we thank you for being a merciful God. We thank you for being a God that, that loves his children, that wants to see his children do well, that wants to see his children uh, on that last day, that wants to see us face to face with boldness and confidence. We thank you, Father, that you are a God that is able to do that. And, uh, and we know that you love us. And Father, we thank you for, for loving us because we are able to love you because you first loved us. And we thank you, Father. So whew, 
In Jesus' name, amen. But thank you all for tuning in to another episode of the New Jerusalem From Above podcast. My name is Takia. I am your host. And again, um, my prayer is that we just get back to the truth of God's word. That's 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 my biggest prayer. <laughs> that's my biggest prayer right now. But um, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and drop this. New episodes come out every single Monday, Lord willing, each Monday. Um, we will have a new episode where we will be discussing uh, some taboo topics uh, and seeing what the word of God says about it. And so again, I thank you. We are available on both Apple podcast and uh, Spotify podcast and also Google Play now. So yay, we are on another platform. Um, and please visit the website. Please visit the website at www.newjerusalem.com from above.com. Go ahead to that website and on there, you'll be able to see free eBooks. You'll also be able to see um, free teachings on there as well. So what you guys get in, in a short podcast, um, it's more extensive information um, on that website as well. And please feel free to contact us, um, contact us as well. Message us, uh, follow us on Instagram at n as in new, J as in Jerusalem, F as in from, and A as above, NJFA ministry. Oh no, I'm sorry. It's NJFA podcast. Um, Follow us on Instagram on there to be updated uh, with new episodes coming out. And yes, I love you all. I love you all saints of God. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will see you in the next episode. All right. Peace out. Bye.